Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw News Brief. We're going to try to keep this one brief today, but we got a lot of news. And before we get started, do us a favor, hit that thumbs up. If you didn't like the episode by the end of it, you can just take it away. Also, hit that subscribe button. Make sure you always get your new Going In Raw content. Larson, kick us off. What's in the news? So there's been a lot of rumblings of late about the possibility of dun, dun. Brock Lesnar returning to the WWE, perhaps for SummerSlam. Most recently, Andrew Zarian of the Matman podcast mentioned on, on a show, and these transcripts are from Inside the Ropes, quote, I would say expect to see all the big names that make sense. Lesnar was early on for SummerSlam plans. They were trying to do something. I think the concept behind Lesnar is to justify what we're going to pay him, and we need a more consistent touring schedule so we can build to this, and those appearances by Lesnar will help sell tickets. Obviously, now... It's come to light today that Brock, who was on the alumni section of W.com, he's not there anymore. Dan. He's not there anymore. Dan. Guess where he's at? Dan. Dan. Active roster. Dan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, there's man. been times where it seems obvious that whatever's going on, like a digital, has no bearing on what's going on over here on creative. You know, sometimes uh, left-hand, right-hand situation. Yeah. Sometimes wires get crossed. But that being said, uh, I mean, this would be a hell of a way to announce that Brock Lesnar is back. <laughs> yeah, right? That'd be weird. Uh, but no, I mean, it does. I mean, it'd be weird for just digital to be like sitting there, some dude in digital. Oh, let me move this guy over here. It's like Brock Lesnar. You don't touch that unless you know something. So, uh, so I mean, okay. So, SummerSlam, number one, Brock Lesnar. If anybody were to be crowned Mr. SummerSlam, it would be him because he main evented, I think, something like 11 out of the past 15 or something weird like that. Yeah. And uh, and SummerSlam is the one show where they've never really been opposed to giving us a downer ending. And usually that's like Brock Lesnar destroying something, um, yeah. whether it was Cena that year or whatever. Randy uh, Orton. Randy Orton. Yeah. yeah, right. Uh, so um, let's say Brock is back for SummerSlam. What's the story you think it's going to be, and what's the story you would prefer to, to pr- prefer to see, Larson? Well, I mean, I, I think uh, kind of uh, 
coinciding with the talk of Brock potentially being at SummerSlam is talk of Lashley finally getting his bra- uh, match against Brock. Yeah. Which I think would be awesome for yeah. Bob Lashley. You know, if he walks into SummerSlam, still WWE champion, beats Brock, that's pretty massive in terms of, of establish- establishing Bob Lashley as champion. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Um, you know, understandably, there's story between that could be had between Roman and Brock and Paul Heyman. Um, you know, everything we've been kind of hearing about SummerSlam that's been out there is that it might be Roman versus Cena, assuming mm-hmm. they can get Cena to come back. Um, but I mean, either way, however you yeah. put things together, that's two pretty huge main events. Yeah, that that that's a big deal. Uh, Roman versus Cena, I would love to see. Roman versus Brock, I would love to see. Like, man, I, it's like you can't go wrong with either of those, Brock Roman or Brock Lashley. Like, I, I kind of would probably prefer it to be Brock Lashley just because I really want to see Bobby Lashley's reign as WWE champion be solidified and that is the way to do it if he's running around with fans there and granted i know raw has been terrible uh but if they're able to turn around the creative on a lot of the other aspects of raw you know bob lashley as champion is not something i have an issue with i really like that and if you're going to solidify him as champion a win over brock lesnar is the way to do it then then Lashley is a made man. Then he's then you're talking about how long is he going to have the title? Is he going to have it for an extended number of years? You know what is this? What's going to happen here? On the other um, hand, yeah, you've no, got sorry, Heyman be, versus uh, Heyman. Yeah. I'm sorry, Heyman getting involved there could be great. What are you going to say? Yeah, uh, just uh, another aspect of, of of Brock Lashley that would be advantageous for WWE is that you'd have Brock on Raw, which desperately needs yeah some eyeballs on it. Yeah, uh, Brock brings eyeballs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but then, like I was saying, uh, you know, or like you said, also, you know, the idea of Heyman being, you know, f- somehow writing that story where, you know, the tribal chief is going to try to get Brock Lesnar to acknowledge him. Oh, boy, that's that's massive. Um, so a lot a lot of cool, you know, uh, scenarios that could play out there. And then mm-hmm. who knows if Cena is going to come into the mix as well. That could be a lot of fun. I mean, I definitely like to see Reigns and Cena as well. I mean, I know obviously we've seen it before. We haven't seen head of the table. I mean, with with Roman the way he is, it's a clean slate. Like, yep. you know, anybody who's who he's faced before, it ain't like it is then now. Um so uh so yeah, I I totally totally be into any of those situations. Yes. I'm glad Heck to see yes. Brock back. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh so about a week ago, uh, there was a lot of talk about rumors no. going around. No. You, you uh, just literally said you used no. The I, did. I just said rumors. You, you I just said, said rumors. You dipped into the U. You went. Rumors. I did it. I just said rumors. <laughs> you did it again. That's me just saying rumors about uh, WB having talks with New Japan about forging some sort of exclusive partnership here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, PW Insider offered up some details after those initial reports, saying that Daniel Bryan was the focus mm. of those talks. Uh, whether uh, he'd be uh, able to, to to find a way to wrestle for both WWE and New Japan. But then today, Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer Newsletter states that while Daniel Bryan was part of the initial talks, he hasn't been involved in recent discussions. Mm. Instead, Meltzer stating that the initial motivation for the talks was for WWE to enter an exclusive pack with New Japan and thus freeze out mm. AEW <laughs> from working with them. Uh, Meltzer believes that if such a deal is reached it would involve nxt and he also adds that while nick khan has been involved with these discussions 
Uh, it was apparently not his idea to pursue talks with New Japan. Um, you know, I, I, in a lot of respects, a New Japan NXT thing would be great because I feel like they give a little more freedom in terms of how they book things. Yeah. Like if you if you start getting into main roster stars with New Japan stars, these dream match scenarios, and you get into all the politics of who's going over, I feel like at NXT that might be less the case. However, if WB gets into a deal with New Japan and doesn't explore at least some matches between main roster superstars and 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 you know like Okada, you know the main event of New Japan, you're really dropping the ball. You know, give you, people want to see Okada Orton. People want to see Cena Tanahashi. I know Cena Tanahashi would be even happy given Cena's, you know, uh, Hollywood schedule. But like, if you have matches that exist outside of title programs, you might have a little more freedom in terms of, all right, we'll work it out. So you know, it's kind of even in terms of which companies wrestlers go over. You know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I like, dude. I, I feel you. Like, I yeah. We want the dream matches. Um, I'd be excited about the about the NXT thing for sure. Hmm. Uh, I think that'd be great. Same. And yeah, you you want that stuff. I wonder if it would be a needle mover in terms of because you know main roster. I, I don't know. I don't know if the main roster audience would like if if Okada showed up. They'd probably pop, right? Would they? Or they'd be like, "Who's this guy?" No, I think I think. Okada showing up, that'd be huge. I think even Kota Bushi, given that he was in the Cruiserweight Classic, wrestled a couple matches in NXT afterwards. You know, I think he, uh, the Kota Bushi, Kota Bushi name brand has only grown since then. I think if Bushi showed up, if Naito showed up, if Okada showed up, if Tanahashi showed up, you know, in front of a live crowd, I think a good portion of, of the crowd would know who they are and pop huge for. Possibly. I mean, I know I know for a fact that if there was the, the, the full-sale CWC crowd... Oh, yeah, then yeah. obviously they would go nuts. Um, and, you know, I think it'd be a huge... I mean, look, if, if you want to grow, if you want to grow NXT, if you want to grow NXT, this is a hell of a way to do it. Oh, and I mean, totally. you know, let alone the fact that they, they, they might be doing this to freeze out AEW. That's fine. But honestly, like... With the ex- with with the few smalls, it's not like it's not like AEW's blown open the forbidden door to New Japan. It's not like we've had like they've had some opportunity. I think New Japan is sort of feeling out AEW. You know what we want to do with them now. They're maybe going to feel out NXT. Hey, they're interested in working. Let's well, see what I think we also do with too. Them. You know who knows where we'd be in this forbidden door business had it not been for the pandemic. You know, with oh, the pandemic. Yeah. Who knows if it would even be the possibility? But yeah. now that, that you know, there's there's you know, it's still. Ongoing mm-hmm. traveling is difficult. Yeah, so that might have precluded any you know grander plans that any party might might have had in all this. Yeah, that's a possibility. That's that's a possibility. It's 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 difficult to know exactly like you know what the what the backstage discussions have been and and you know is New Japan just sort of moving you know sort of dipping their toes in like we've seen LP and uh, in 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 Impact and a couple other names um, and uh, and obviously like Kenta showed up for like two episodes of Dynamite. Um, but yeah, and, and who knows if we would have seen a lot more had it not been for a pandemic, who knows if we would have seen a lot less of new Japan's plans, if new Japan's plans would have been a lot different. I, I don't know. It's, it's difficult to tell a lot of stuff, uh, because of pandemic, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's all, it's all interesting stuff. It seems like, you know, we might end up with something that's, that's kind of cool. Like, I mean, just even NXT working with new Japan is something that previously would have been unheard of. 
Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I think that's great. I mean, we had heard before, uh, God, who was it that said Triple H was asking him if he wanted to do some work with, oh, it was Brody. It was Brody Lee. Brody Lee. Hey, you want to do some, and maybe he's been sort of in the background pushing and now he's got the opportunity. Hey, dad, you know, we lost out in the ratings war, but you know, they're trying to do some cool stuff. You want to try to do that cool stuff instead with NXT? Um, I mean, you know, creative would be a hell of a lot better, uh, if it's just, if it's NXT, um, and you have the names there that, you know, you got like your Coles and your Champa and, and, and Gargano and all those guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, dude, honestly, if given the option, if, 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 you know, Vince McMahon was like, Hey Steve, what would you prefer? NXT versus new Japan or main roster versus new Japan. I'd have to give it some thought because I honestly don't know. I'm like, man, well, I know where the good wrestling is. I know where the good creative is. I know who'd handle this best, and it's NXT. Otherwise, you're rolling the dice on main roster. They, you know, roll out Tanahashi, Okada, and Naito all as one group, get them in the ring, and who knows how that crowd's going to react. Who knows how main roster's going to treat them? Who knows what they're going to tell Randy Orton? Like, are they going to try to big league these guys in the middle of the ring on promos, you know? I don't know. I, I can't I can't trust that they're not gonna do that. So uh but no, I think NXT will be it'll treat it with the proper respect. I'll be like, hey, these guys are a real threat if it if it did like an invasion thing or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh but I don't know. I'm I'm interested in it. Um but I, I agree oh, with yeah. you. Like if you, way, if, you, if, you, if you open up this door, you should try to go all the way with it. And I agree with that. I agree with that. You yeah. should at least I mean try. you could start things out in NXT, uh let that go for a bit. You know, and then at least a handful of matches, two, three, four mm-hmm. between main roster. It'd be cool. I mean, do it, do a, do a, do a, a, a do show. A whole pay-per-view. Do, do a, a whole pay-per-view. pay-per-view. Yeah. Of dream matches. Who would want yep. that? Yep. I agree with you. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 100%. 100%. Speaking of NXT, uh, not only is the main roster, Raw, SmackDown, going back on the road soon, but according to Melser, NXT will start touring again starting in July, uh, doing Florida's Coconut Loop. Ooh. Uh, Melser adds in the newsletter that, quote, the belief is that talent will be asked to get vaccinated is something mandatory because they're going to be running in some rural, heavy right-wing markets, and the feeling is that the fan base, uh, with that fan base, they wouldn't be able to enforce a mask ordinance. Or they just do like parking lot shows, put a tent up. Parking That's lot shows. Really should do. Cameras do out there. Like what the hell? There's a thing called outside. They can do it there. 
I know. There 100%. are parking lots and fields. I know. Set you see, the venues, they normally have these shows. Guess what's next to a parking lot? <laughs> right. You're in the parking lot. What the heck? Uh, I mean, wasn't the, uh, they ran shows at like the Aftershock thing? That's outside, isn't it? What's outside? The Aftershock thing. Wasn't yes. it? That's what it, yeah, yes. they did that stuff yes. outside. Same with UK. You can have fans. Well, I don't know what, the, I don't even know if they're letting people gather outdoors. I don't know. Either. But like the science says, you could do whatever you want out there. You start coughing people's mouths and it just goes away. Well, I mean, I guess that still wouldn't be advisable. Like right <laughs> into someone's mouth. That'd probably be a bad idea. No, man, it just drifts away. All right, you go test that hypothesis. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> called your bluff, Steve. Uh, you know who else called the bluff? Chris Jericho. Uh, called the bluff on some dude on Twitter, apparently. Uh, anyways, in some <laughs> Dave Meltzer news. Well, I saw I saw Chris Jericho responding to somebody on Twitter about this. He oh, said, yeah. He said in more yeah. Dave Meltzer news, the Wrestling Observer himself, he's reporting that Chris Jericho is no longer under contract New Japan Pro Wrestling. And states that the deal actually expired following Le Champion's bout against Hiroshi Tanahashi back at Wrestle Kingdom 14. While adding, quote, Harold Mage was negative on the contract due to the high cost, but others in the company had a different opinion even after the pandemic. New Japan is going to have to get its finances back on track to where they can afford that level of a deal. Yeah, man, they're running these shows with like 20 people in attendance. Like twenty people can be there at Dominion. That's that's it's gonna be more than that. But that's crazy. Like you know, they got hit really hard by COVID, yes. and yes. Uh, so yeah, they, they shut down for months. You know, while still paying everybody. Apparently, yeah, no kidding. So, um, yeah, Jericho said something like, "Oh, real hot news you got there. The contract's been in, uh, expired since day after Wrestle Kingdom." I think is what he tweeted to. Yeah, that's right. Whoever. Yeah, it was like uh, one of those uh, one of the one of the dirt sheets or something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, posted some stuff. So speaking of New Japan, it's time to do our Dominion predictions. I oh, see man. based on how you're copying and pasting here from the notes. I'm guessing you haven't done them yet. You got that right, buddy. I'm going to do it man, on. I'm going to be. Watch this. I'm our gonna, heads up. Yeah, I took a nap. Um, I'm going to become Ultimo at 11 on the fly on the fly. I was so tired today when I woke up. I was tired. I'm tired every tired. day, man. And my neck. Well, I know now I'm like, I know what it's like to be you. Yeah, tired. I'm tired of a bad neck. And how do you enjoy that feeling? I feel a bit more well rested than I took it. As long as you let me take a nap, I'm fine. Good to go. Gonna do this graduation tonight. All right, very well. So, anyways, first match on the card, you got the ace, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Hiroki Goto, Tomohiro Ishii, Yoshihashi, and Sho taking on Team Bullet Club, Evil, uh, Yujiro Takahashi, Crown Jewel Chase Owens, Taiji Ishimori, and LP. Steve, who do you got? Oh, this is this is easy. Oh wow, Enforcer, what are you doing with that, dude? Literally, this is one, two, three, four. There's one person on Team Tana Chaos that is eating pins, and that's Yoshihashi. Show doesn't eat pins. Ishii doesn't eat pins. Sometimes he does. Goto generally doesn't eat pins, and Tanahashi sure shit doesn't. Meanwhile, over in Bullet Club. You've got an entire squad designed Basically. to eat pins, well, except for yeah, maybe kinda, LP. I like LP. LP's yeah, great. Maybe Ishimori. Ishimori gets some. Yeah, those so they're a tag team, so like they kind of don't, but they do also. Um, so yeah, it's it's Team Tana, and I've got. Hold on a second with this. I've got how many matches are there? Five. Five confidence points on Team Tana Hashi. Wow, five. You got that right. Wow. All right, you got to write it down. You didn't write anything down here. Oh, sorry. You usually do when I, I say got it, when I, I got yell it. it. When I yell it, you write it. 
fine. So I got I got a I got team ace as well. I got three confidence points. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking at the results from the last two nights, and everything about the results led me to believe uh, from the road two shows yeah. that team ace is picking up this win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Enforcer going with a manic pick here. It's going with team Bullet Club. Three confidence points. Wow. Uh, next we have Lij Naito Sonata Bushi taking on Suzuki Goon Taichi. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, 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 I always want to say Dookie. I know it's not his name. Doki. I know. Doki. 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 Yeah. I always want to Doki. say Dookie too. Um, so Enforcers picking LIJ, two confidence mm-hmm. points. Yeah. Likewise, I am picking LIJ, four confidence points. I feel like this match is going to motivate a tag title feud between probably Naito and Sonata, uh, Sabre, and Taichi, the dangerous techers. But to do that, I feel like Team LIJ has to get the win here. Uh, uh, neither Taichi or Sabre Jr. is probably eating the pin, um, but uh, Lij getting this win and then getting to a tag title program. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest; it's it's a total toss up. It's a to- like it, it's a toss up. I I don't know. Like the Dangerous Techers, they have the tag team titles. Um, they've got that. Um, obviously, like they, both teams have. Uh, uh, you know, Doki. They got Bushi. They got guys who could eat pins. Um, Naito going down at uh, at Dominion. I don't know if that's going to happen, but this Dominion is very different. This um, all, also honestly feels like a Road Two show. They had the the uh, Dangerous Techers win those titles back on a Road Two show. Yeah, the first time. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, you. You chose Team Lij, right? I'm gonna go with Team Suzuki. Wow. Uh, because I mean they are the te- the champions. Um, Bushi can eat that pin. Uh, let's see here. I got five here. I got four there. I'm going to have one there. I'll have, uh, two or three, then three here. I'll have two, two on Suzuki. Oh, two. Okay. Yeah. Next we got for the junior heavyweight title, El Desperado, your champion taking on yo, Steve, who do you got? Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to go with El Desperado. I got three confidence points. He's the champion. Figure he'll probably keep it. They seem to like him quite a bit. Um, he's had this title for a little while now, hasn't he? Uh, he won it in the spring. Late winter. Yeah. He, yeah, he, he, got, a, he got after Tanahashi. Had to, had to, oh, sorry, Takahashi had to vacate when he got hurt. Okay, so he's had it for he's had it for a little while. Yeah, he's I have no idea what the story here is. Months. I have no idea what the story is. I'm just going to say El Desperado 3. Yeah, I got I got El Desperado two confidence points. I know Yo uh, has just come back from injury himself, mm-hmm. not that long ago. I think it's occurred Genesis, but he and and Show are, are the junior tag champs now too. Mm-hmm. He's got a belt already. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to put two belts on him. So I'm going with El Desperado two confidence points. Enforcer has Yo one confidence. I love point. it. I love it. Because here's the thing: I have to sweep you and him. I have to get all the points for me to be ultimate because he has the trios title. You yeah. have the IWGP title back there. You can actually see it. So you know, in order for me to be Ultimo, I just I, this is I'm just running through this. You gotta stuff. get him. You basically have to kind of have to get everything right. Probably, I yeah. Like. I mean, there's not a lot Only of matches. Five matches. There's not a lot of room for error. Yeah. Uh, next, Kota Ibushi versus Jeff Cobb. Uh, Enforcers got Ibushi five confidence points. I too have Ibushi five confidence points. Jeff Cobb has been wrecking. Kota Ibushi, the entire build-up to this match. Mm-hmm. Even the two uh, Road 2 matches, I believe United Empire has been picking up wins over Today. Team Ibushi. Yeah. This all leads me to believe that Kota Ibushi is going to get that win over Jeff Cobb. 
they got to get Kota Ibushi back in the title picture. Uh, I got Kota Ibushi five confidence points because, like, you got Kota Ibushi four confidence points. Yeah, huh? yeah, that right. All right, main event time for the vacant IWGP World Heavyweight Title: mm-hmm. Kazuchika Okada versus Shingo Takagi. Steve, who do you got? So originally, I've got I've got Okada. I've got I've got one confidence point on Kazuchika Okada. Here's the thing: I don't know if they're gonna do this. They should do this. I love Shingo. I think he's great. But New Japan right now, what they need more than anything is some semblance of stability. Yep. You had this Will Ospreay title reign. They probably knew that he was hurt before they did this, and they put the title on him. The title is ugly. Give him his old title back because it was beautiful, um, which they're probably not going to do that. But, like, you put it back in the hands of the Rainmaker, and you kind of just reset. You just reset your, your main title scene, and then you build Shingo to the point where he can get it off Okada over like the next six months or something. You have it, have it happen at Wrestle Kingdom or something. But right now, your role with Okada, that's what you do. Unless, unless for all I know, I mean, it's it's even hard to gauge. I would think like crowds, like I know, I know crowds love Shingo, but it's like, do you want him to win it at this two-hour Dominion? Like, if you want a big thing for Shingo, you know, Okada's won it before. He can win in front of twenty people at Dominion. You know, mm-hmm. like the sort of dialed down Dominion. Put it it's Okada, one confidence point. Yeah, I got Okada one confidence point too. Um, you know, going back to I think it was Voices of Wrestling, they report about when Osprey was got hurt. The original plan for for that was for him to drop the title to Okada. The belt was gonna go on Okada heading into Dominion. Who knows who his original opponent was gonna be, whether it was gonna be Shingo or somebody else. They hadn't announced that yet. Uh Okada is stability, uh, it's a safe pick, and you're right, if they're gonna put that belt on Shingo. Which he's more than deserved it based on performances he's put oh, on since coming yeah. to Japan. Oh yeah, match of the year, perpetual you're match of the year. Put guy. the belt on him. Yeah, it's got to be a moment, and that means in front of as many people as possible, not in front of a half full house. Mm-hmm. Okada gets the belt at some point. Yeah, Shingo's got to get that title. Enforcer, yeah. manic pick, love it. Shingo, love it. Four confidence point. Man, that's great. I picked Okada, but I'm rooting for Shingo 100. percent I want him to win. Yeah, I mean, dude, I do too. But like, you know, I want I want to win titles too. So, you know, I'm on the road to Ultimo. So I I got I got to roll with I got to be I got to be rooting for the guy that uh that I want to win. Um, but no, I mean, look, this is going to be a killer match. It's going to be an absolutely killer match. So I'm really yeah. looking forward to it. Um, so yeah, let's see here. Uh, and then so you and I only differ on in terms of picks. This uh, Lij Suzuki Goon match. That's the only pick we have different. We have difference of confidence points. So it's going to come down to the second match on the card for us in a lot of respects. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, I know. But you never do. We don't know how confidence points are going to. Yeah. Obviously. I've got obviously. one more in Desperado. You've got one more in Ibushi. So that that's going to mess with things. I mean, yeah. We're, so it's not going to come down. It's For you and me, it's not going to come down to the main event. Unless it does somehow. Yeah, no, you're right, because we have the exact same thing. First two matches. I don't know. El Desperado versus, I mean, that stuff, the, the, those matches, we have different confidence points, so it's possible it's gonna. those are going to affect our stuff. I don't know. It's too early in the morning for me to think about this stuff. It's already 12. Well, in the afternoon, first of all. Let's talk Impact. That was on last night. Yeah, it was. We watched it. Fun show. Thanks to everybody who joined us for our co-stream. Uh, kind of the uh, the highlight 
of this particular uh, episode of Impact actually started before the Impact on BTI. On being, being the Impact. The, being the Impact, which we call it. Uh, Iron Man match between Josh Alexander and TJP for the mm-hmm. X Division title. Uh, Josh Alexander literally looked like he got hit by a car at the conclusion of this bout. <laughs> he was he looked he wrecked. was beat to heck. Uh, went to sudden death overtime. Uh, Josh Alexander retains two falls to one. Uh, caught about the last thirty five minutes of it, and it was great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah, uh, just a killer match. I think they have it up right now at uh, like YouTube or yeah, uh, yeah, they're gonna put up on their YouTube the whole Are thing. They? Okay, yeah, yeah. Just really, the finish was absolutely fantastic. They really know how to milk stuff. Um, by the way, Slammiversary tickets are sold out. One on sale this morning, and oh boy, they were a bit pricey. Yeah. I looked at them. I was like, I was like, man, if I can get some for like fifty bucks, I might secure it just in case. Just in case I decide to take a, a whim trip. And I was like. 250 bucks you're crazy but you get a lot it's, it was a great deal it's already sold out but uh but it's kind of what'd cool. you get what'd you get uh, uh, apart from your ticket to the show oh a ton like a Here, I, yeah i'll uh yeah i don't know let's see let me let me take a look uh because uh, uh, uh rebecca here in our mod chat listed everything because i think she's going to be there so hopefully we'll see her uh maybe in the front row on top of that like i think it's just general admission so like there was no uh it wasn't no front like, row. Oh, if you want front row, here, do this. So you get number one. This is great. Official Slammiversary T-shirt. Okay, that's good. Official Slammiversary mounted poster. Oh. A post-show commemorative photo, ringside or on the entrance ramp, with the actual official X Division Championship belt. So you get to like roam around, I guess, and do stuff. Um, the actual X Division title. Hey, wait, let me ask you just taking a look at that place they're shooting at. What do you think capacity is? A couple hundred? Not, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot, right? Because it's pretty small. Yeah. I imagine they're going to have like maybe two rows, maybe two rows. You think that? Around yeah. the rink. Yeah. Um, it, they're still going to have people spaced out a little bit, I would imagine. You would think so, yeah. Uh, you get a swatch of the official match-used Slammiversary canvas. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, so it's you get to go up to it with a pair of scissors and cut your own chunk off. <laughs> no, but it says fans will have the chance to see the canvas be cut immediately after the pay per view. All, right. All right, but no, I was hoping they just give people scissors. Okay, go take a big chunk of it. People fighting over. Uh, this is generally speaking. It says impact branded swag, uh, complimentary water, soft drinks, chips, candy. And Robert Irvine's Fit Crunch Protein Bars, courtesy of Robert Irvine and his wife, Gail Kim. That's the connection. Um, so you get all that stuff for 250 bucks. So, you know, a little, little pricey for, for me. If it, was, to, if it was part of, like, a big weekend where there was, like, a ton of other stuff, and like, a convention, like, you and I go out. It might be like because it's going to be a killer show, and I love being that close to the action. I think that is probably kind of worth it. But uh, but you know, just given that that would just be a huge, I'd be spending like a grand for yeah, like every flight and accommodations and yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't really have that money. Kind of right cost now. prohibitive. Yeah. Uh, uh, other matches last night. Jake something defeated Rohit Raju in a tables match. That was a really solid bout too. Yeah, yeah uh, it was. Uh, Hogan and Steeles retained the tag titles against Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering. Uh, we had a video package about the debut of Steve Macklin, formerly yeah. known as Steve Cutler. Yeah, people have been He's posting. People have been posting. This guy talk about like a a, a well kept secret. 
Like, you know, I saw a promo of his on, on Twitter that he just cut, like, on his own video. It looked awesome. Like, yeah. he's super intense. Like, he looks like a freaking WWE main roster guy. And then this was just cool. It was just him. He had, like, a little, uh, uh, like, a, a bottle of Jameson. Some yeah, whiskey. some Jameson. And it was just, like, his boots. And, uh, and then it showed him. And it was like, oh, man. And then, like, a skull. It says Macklin. Very mm-hmm. A-team-like. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing what this soldier of fortune is going to bring to the table. Besides his bottle of Jameson. Yeah. Uh, Kojima making his Impact Wrestling, excuse me, debut, defeated Diener. Yeah, those chops. Those chops. And then the main event, Sammy Callahan defeated Moose by DQ after the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega interfere. Uh, after that, Scott Demore uh, is giving Don Callis all sorts of crap about that. And he wants to make the against all odds match. For the titles, a triple threat bout between Kenny, Moose, and Callahan. And, and Don Callis is like, well, you know, Sammy Callahan, uh, Tony Khan doesn't like him. Mm-hmm. And he has to prove anybody who's going to compete for the AEW title, I guess, mm-hmm. or for the uh, against uh, Kenny. And uh, and Scott Demore says, well, okay, that's fine. I've already, uh, I, I thought of that. Tony Khan is going to be on impact next week to, to negotiate. Nine days. Nine days from tonight. Nine days. Well, seven weeks. Seven well, days. Six days. Six, six days, days now. Today. Uh, so yeah, that's cool stuff. Yeah. Cause that was kind of a lame finish to the match. Um, but, uh, you got to figure they're going to do something like that. Uh, but yeah, kind of surprising Tony Khan's going to be on. So that's kind of fun. That's cool. I haven't seen him in the impact zone for a little while. Yeah. It's been a little bit, it's been <clears throat> a little bit. So we do have an AEW night. We also have a SmackDown. Steve is going to a graduation tonight. So Enforcer and I will be doing our recap of SmackDown. Um, I'll be kind of watching AEW on the side of my eye, my TV here, per- perhaps. Uh, while we're doing our recap, much like we did last week. Uh, let's talk SmackDown first. First entry here, Ray and Dominic Mysterio put their SmackDown tag team titles on the line against the Usos. How likely is it the Usos walk out of SmackDown with those titles? Oh, man. If they're gonna, if it's the main event, then it's totally 100% going to happen. Also, like, you know, who do you think? Is Dom going to turn on Ray? Is, like, the, the, the guy who mystery attacked Ray, is it just Dom? Are they doing like my fantasy book that I did on wrestling? Is that happening? Like, are they actually going to have Dom be like, "Hey, I want to go be a party guy with the Dirty Dogs," so I'm going to oh, turn maybe. on my dad because I'm tired of carrying maybe. him on my shoulders, literally. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I they, know. the thing is, they've done two matches now where, like, basically they haven't. Like, one guy's been attacked, the other guy, you know, has to come and make the save. That's going to come back to bite him somehow because they ha- they're not like a normal tag team. They just do that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh. So yeah, I I think. It might happen. It might happen. Unless they take it, it to hell happen. in a cell. They could. They could. Roman could interfere and, and you know, it's obviously he doesn't want the Usos to be tag champs. Yeah. Yeah. So he could get involved. Uh, Kevin Owens challenging Apollo Crews for the Intercontinental title, I believe. It doesn't say here it's a title bout. Uh, but Commander Aziz will be barred from ringside. Mm. Oh, that's going to oh, that's gonna happen. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, and then they bring up who attacked Rey Mysterio last Friday on SmackDown. Maybe it's a call-up. Maybe it's Dom. I don't know. Maybe it's, well, it's not Buddy Murphy. He's gone. Uh, and then Bianca Belair prepares a challenge for Bailey. Are we going to get some more, uh, like, uh, 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 obstacle course type stuff? Oh, that was a fun segment. That was a really fun segment. <laughs> I'll never forget Otis out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. That was great. Uh, we've got AEW night as well. Inner Circle. They're going to do their stadium stampede victory lap tonight. Okay, that's good. That'll set up uh, MJF versus Jericho and uh, about all out or uh, yeah, all out probably three months not time. Sooner. Yeah, uh, Sting and Darby Allen, they got something to say. 
I'm sure they'll be interrupted. Uh, Red Velvet versus The Bunny. Uh, this match should be really good. Another match that should be really good. Young Bucks versus Pac and Penta. I'll have to watch that. Uh, we got a Mark Henry interview. Oh, I hope he's not wearing a salmon-colored jacket. Uh, Christian Cage, Steve Sarrett Wrestling, uh, and Jungle Boy teaming up to take on Private Party. Uh, Nick Camarado versus Dustin Rhodes in a bull rope match. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fun. Uh, Britt Baker will have her championship celebration. And then Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson will be teaming up to take on Anthony Agogo and QT Marshall. Mm, they're going to try to retcon that uh, win from Cody, have Lee Johnson eat this pin here with a gut punch. Um, and then Agogo's probably going to beat the heck out of, out of Cody at the end. Yeah, you think they're going to roll that? You're going to run that back? You think they're gonna, they usually usually don't like do really rematches, do they? They don't really do a whole lot of rematches. No, they might. I mean, Cody's like, well, who else am I going to fight? There's nobody left on my island. Got to fight him again. I know, I know. <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe well, they'll they'll do something where a go go beats up Cody real bad tonight. Write him off. Write Cody off TV for a while. Mm-hmm. He comes back and they have another match at, all out. But yeah. the the math on that would lead you to believe that Cody would beat him all out again. You know? Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, he'd come back with like black hair or something. <laughs> and yeah. then explain it with like a, a totally you know like unrelated reference yeah. oh like when superman died he came back he had his hair was different yeah <laughs> you was know? So weird that was so weird <laughs> cody's such a nerd uh so yeah that should be fun um yeah I'll, yeah i'll check that out i mean it, it is sort of beside i mean young bucks versus pack penta that's like must see right there uh beyond that i mean it's kind of like okay well it's friday I'm not sure they would have done this particular lineup if it was Wednesday. They might have had a couple more fireworks, but uh, should still be pretty entertaining, man. It's AEW. They they they'll, they'll put on a good show totally. regardless. Totally. Anyways, that's going to do it for today's news beef. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Like we said at the head of the show, give this video a thumbs up. We would appreciate it. Helps build, grow the show. Hit that subscribe button, and then yeah, join Larson and the Forcer tonight for some WWE SmackDown recap. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. You totally used the voice for rumor, by the I way. I just said rumor. That's how I say rumor. 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 I heard that. No, I didn't. I didn't do that. I just said a rumor. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.